This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. Hi, everybody. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is with ISU Hall of Famer Dan McCarney. This weekend, both McCarney and Johnny Majors will be back for the homecoming game with TCU, plus the 1977 Peach Bowl team. We'll get Mac's thoughts on this current Cyclone team and the job that Matt Campbell is doing. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with Dan McCarney. Mac, I saw you during camp, and you said that you felt this could be a really good football team. Obviously, that's starting to happen. Uh, what did you see when you saw this team uh, in, in camp that made you feel that way? Yeah, I mean, a lot of things, Johnny. Um, you know, there was there was more depth. There was more competition. Um, really impressed with the skill guys, as I mentioned to you then. Um, there was there, there looked like there, there was more physicality about the team in the offensive and defensive lines, which is the first place I always look when I'm evaluating the team, what's it look like in the trenches, um, because any winning team, bowl teams, championship teams, championship caliber contending teams, you better have in the trenches, as you and I both know, and I just saw them getting a lot better there. But beyond all that, to me, just the things that you – look for and that I was fortunate to be a part of through so many years of, of, of coaching is the when they're really successful, there's just really close relationships. The chemistry is strong on a team. Chemistry on a team, Johnny, starts on his coaching staff. And Matt and his staff have been together, as you know, for a long time, and I think it's really shown and it really makes a difference. You can see the chemistry throughout the team. And and Matt's done a beautiful job of just building a real family in that in that program. Well what does that mean? Well you're going to hit, the adversity is going to hit. There's going to be some tough times in a game, in a series, uh, throughout a season, but how do you handle it? And that's what I've really admired so much, uh, is watching this team from a distance and, and then obviously watching them up close when I can, uh, is, is, is the togetherness. They don't flinch when adversity hits. Tough times hit, they rally. And, uh, there's a, there's a perseverance and a resolve about the team that starts with Matt Campbell. And I think it permeates throughout the team. Well, you're back again this Saturday, and uh, so many friends here in Ames. I don't know how you do it to juggle all the all the different people that I'm sure you want to see when you come back. But uh, just to have you and Johnny Majors and the 1977 Peach Bowl team all back on one weekend, I'm uh, I'm getting goosebumps, Mac, just thinking about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to have all you guys back. Well, a joy, you know, and we just really appreciate Iowa State, and uh, they've done such a phenomenal job in, in recent years of just embracing all of us and bringing us back. And Johnny Majors and I go all the way back to when I recruited out of Iowa City. It was the first big decision I had to make. I signed a conference letter of intent with Iowa State, which was a week before the national letter of intent. And in the end, I decided to stay in Iowa City. But um, I've been friends ever since, coached against him in the Peach Bowl, coached against him in the kickoff classic, but just a legendary, phenomenal guy. And as we both know, John, he loves Iowa State. A 1977 Peach Bowl team, I was coaching at Iowa at the time when we renewed that series after 40 years, so I know firsthand uh, the talent and the toughness and uh, the kind of team that they had that year. So just great to come back, and I'll get to see a lot of my former players. But it's a special place. If you've lived there like you and I have, John, if you've worked there, if you've been there as a student athlete, you really understand that Iowa State is a phenomenal place. You know, Matt has been Matt Campbell has been so complimentary of what you did at Iowa State, and with really uh, far fewer resources uh, than than he has at his disposal right now. Um, but he just uh, feels like you laid a great foundation for the success that he's having right now. Um, and you did, Mac. I mean, the, the, those were some very special years, and it has to be great to come back and think think about look what we built, look look where this place has gone. That's a, that has to be a tremendous feeling for you. 
Well, it is, you know, and there's nothing but great memories, Johnny, all those years. And uh, now that I've had a little time away from football, you just sometimes don't get a chance to just catch your breath when the next recruit and the next game and the next season is just around the corner. And uh, in recent months, I've really had a chance to do that. And you just remember, you, you, you relive. There's so many phenomenal times there. And I see it right now in match program. What we try to do in those years, Johnny, um, besides win games, which we know is so important, but I thought, and I told recruits, and I told my players, and I told our football families back in those days at Iowa State, you'll be, you're going to be successful in life because of your involvement in this program. And we're going to use football to help teach you lessons for life that you can use the rest, use the rest of your life. And I've had a lot of my guys come back to me in recent years and, and, and tell me that. And it really did help them as they've gone on as husbands and dads and in their businesses. And you see all the success. And I see the same thing going on with Matt Campbell and his staff. They are Young men are going to be so much better and so much prepared, better prepared for life because they're a part of his program. And he, he's, he challenges them um, to improve themselves, to change themselves, to get better. It's every day. Um, and, but I'm just so impressed with his maturity. He's a model of consistency, Johnny. And, uh, and, and then you and I both know I love a guy that just attacks every day with this amazing enthusiasm and passion for what he does. And Matt Campbell sure has that. You know, and a lot of your former players, Mac, are part of a program that he's put in place, a mentor program, where he matches up guys with somebody in their field of study uh, so that they can kind of have an older uh, guy who's been there, done that, to kind of, you know, answer any questions they might have. And it's it's really been a, a great program, not only for the players, but for the former players, because they love being involved in the program. Uh, that, that's pretty special that really, you know, your generation of players is connecting with the current generation of players. No question. And they love it. And I've talked to many, many, many of my guys and stay in touch with them. And they, um, you know, it's just all part of this master plan that Matt has um, to respect the past, embrace the past, uh, appreciate the past, and then build this great future. And how do you do that? You reach out to players and coaches from the past that, Hopefully had some real success, and he's done a, a marvelous job of that. And um, I've been back, as you know, John, a number of times, and it's, it's so great every time to come back and relive those memories and, and let people know that even though years pass and miles pass, it will never, ever, ever affect our feelings, and it doesn't affect the love that we have for Iowa State and the support that we want to give Matt and his program now because they're just doing a phenomenal job. And slowly but surely the rest of the country is figuring out what you and I saw when Matt Campbell first came in and took over the program, he invited me back for spring ball two years ago, and I started seeing what he was building, that this guy's the real deal, and he's got really good coaches, and they're building this thing the right way, and now everyone is starting to see the fruits of his labor. I want to ask you about a, a couple of the players. Uh, first of all, Joel Lanning, um, who's playing both ways, playing linebacker and quarterback. Uh, that's as old school as it gets, isn't it, Mac? Oh, I'm telling you, and uh, he's, he, he quickly became one of my favorites a long time ago when he was playing quarterback, but the toughness that he showed at that position, and mentally and physically, loved him, admired him, respected him, and then to see what he's done now, um, it just, it's really cool to see the rest of the country starting to recognize and realize what this guy's all about, and it is old school, and it does flash back to years ago when we didn't worry about uh, – I'm, I'm so specialized, I have to just play this position. You see that more in high school now. It never used to be that way. We all went both ways in high school, and then a lot of guys would do some of that. Some of them would do that in college. And then we got so far away from that, and it, it just brings back great memories of, of the times when, uh, way back when, Johnny, when guys would go and get a little taste of both sides of the ball and not only do it, but do 
it with the championship uh, performance that he has and the consistency. I mean, he steps on the field and good things happen. But to make that transition from quarterback to play linebacker and not just an athletic guy in space, Johnny, but to light people up and to be a really good tackler. And the neat thing is the most important thing right now is, is putting themselves in a position to beat TCU. But along the way, he's putting himself in a position to make a whole bunch of money for the future in the NFL, and the only question will be what position he plays because I think he's got uh, I think he's got professional football written all over him. Let me ask you one more thing about him. What does that do for a locker room when a guy who's a fifth-year senior uh, in a spot-like position like the quarterback spot, could have tra- he'd already graduated, he could have transferred out, gone to another school, been immediately eligible, started a quarterback somewhere else, but wanted to stay, wanted to be a part of this turnaround and, and do something special. And, you know, Coach Campbell says to him, well, what do you think about playing linebacker? He says, sign me up, let's do it. You know, I, what you've been in those shoes. What does that do for an entire locker room when you have a leader like that? Yeah, it's just, it, it, you can't even put it into words, John, the, the, what, what it means. You just can't. And the unselfishness uh, for a guy that just saying, I don't care whatever I need to do. Well, sometimes that sounds good and guys don't really want to do it. Um, you know, they, it, it's just hard to do that. And But but whatever it takes for this team, I'm staying, I'm here, I'm going to give you everything I got, and he lives it every day. Then those other guys in the locker room that might have a little touch of selfishness, which is on any football team I've ever been around. There's always going to be a few individuals maybe a little bit selfish, and it's more about me instead of us. And they see that living example every day at practice and in winter workouts and spring ball and in preparation this time of year. Um, it's, it's amazing. And what, what, a, what a joy. And he'll go down in, in history at Iowa State. Uh, hopefully some more fantastic things will happen this year before his career ends. But he's already left an unbelievable legacy at Iowa State for what he means and what he did for the Iowa State football program. You've been able to see what Kyle Kemp's done the last three weeks. Uh, It's really an incredible story for a kid who, not a kid, a young man who's been in college football for five years and and only thrown two passes in his entire career to to step in at Oklahoma and and lead an upset like that. Uh, How impressed have you been just with his demeanor and poise and and the ability to just step right in and be ready? It shows shows a little bit about how he prepared himself for that opportunity, doesn't it? Just. It's just phenomenal, Johnny. I mean, it's one of the great stories in all of college football this year, no doubt. I mean, one of the great stories in all of college football. And and it, what, what he's accomplished with no really no experience whatsoever, you know, in the in, in the past and no playing time. It didn't play much as you and I talked about when he was at the junior college. And then step out there on the field. Uh, I think I mentioned to you, I'm looking at this guy because I don't know anything about him. When he steps on the field in Oklahoma and I'm watching the game and cheering for the Cyclones, and he's out there zinging that ball all around like Dan Marino and, and making plays and completions and the poise. And the moment was not too big for him. The, the stage was never too big for him, and that's what I see now. And, and then it's the same look. He throws an interception early against Texas Tech. They got a shot of him on the sideline. Same look as when he's throwing a touchdown pass. The poise, as you mentioned, the confidence, well, that can really rub off on everyone. That really can rub off on a whole football team where – no matter, uh, we're not going to get too high with success. We're not going to get too low with setbacks. And, boy, you get that throughout a football team, which I think the Cyclones have now, the, the sky's the limit. I want to ask you about one more player, um, Ray Lima, because uh, he doesn't get a lot of recognition. He doesn't, he doesn't pile up a bunch of stats, but the impact that he's had on this program, uh, Mac, you had a similar thing happen when Ataba Rubin came in, 
And, and when you can get that guy with that size who can take up two blockers and, and chase down people with great speed and athleticism, man, what an impact it has on an entire defense. And those guys are hard to come by, but it's uh, it, 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 Ray Lima has had a huge impact on Iowa State's defense. No doubt. And and I, I spent a lot of years, 20-some years, as a defensive line coach at Iowa, Wisconsin, South Florida, Florida, part of a national championship as a defensive line coach, and I was around some pretty good ones. Uh, and, and it's more than just taking up space, as you mentioned, John, which he's doing a great job of. He's physical. He's relentless. Um, and when, when those offensive coordinators and those offensive coaches and those offensive players are getting ready, as TCU is this week, for the Cyclones, they're trying to figure out what are we going to do with this guy. And, and you can't sit there and double-team guys all the time because there's too many other good players in college football and too many good players on the rest of that Iowa State defense. But I was just really, really impressed with um, the defensive line coach, the defensive staff, your defensive coordinator, all those guys. This past August, I really got to spend some time watching those guys in camp and sitting in meetings and listening. And um, when you've been as fortunate and blessed as I have to be around some of the best coaches in college football and Hall of Fame coaches, Johnny, you have pretty good perspective. And that staff is a staff full of teachers. And once you bring in real good players, which they have, and I know some of that team was recruited by Paul and his staff, some of that's recruited by Matt and his staff. But once you get them there, how do you develop them? How do you make sure every day that you challenge them and you get a little bit more out of them? How do you get them to give you that winning edge day after day after day? And that's what I see watching that football team, and especially watching the defensive line from Iowa State this year. Mac, when you were coaching at Iowa State, you had opportunities to go to other programs. Paul had opportunities to go to other big programs. Bill Fenley, without question, has had many opportunities. Christy Johnson Lynch. And, and you look at guys like Bill Snyder and what he built at Kansas State and Barry Alvarez and, and Gary Patterson even this weekend. Is there something to be said for, you know, even though there's been a lot of talk this week about Matt Campbell and, and understandably so, uh, a very – deserving thing for Matt to be recognized that way. He's a ter terrific young coach. But is there something to be said for the kind of the challenge and the fun of, of being able to do it someplace unique where it hasn't been done and, and, and really kind of say, I want to build something special right here? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, boy, did you bring up some fantastic names and some great great examples. And you got a little example right there. Billy Finley, as we both know, Johnny, and the job he's done and the consistency and and all kinds of opportunities to lead, but there's something to that. And unfortunately, that's not the norm anymore. That's kind of the exception. But to me, it's a beautiful exception. It's an amazing exception, and it's one that I just have such great admiration for when guys can come in. I just talked to Bobby Stoops the other day and, and uh, what a legacy he left at the University of Oklahoma. Don't think he didn't have chances to go to other college jobs in the NFL. He did. But there's just something about it, and especially today in 2017 and where guys are always seem to be worried about the next job and the next contract and the next this and the next that instead of, you know what, as Matt is doing, circle the wagons, keep all your focus on today and, and tomorrow and getting your football team ready to go and all that other stuff can take care of itself. But this is a guy that I think, uh, I hope and pray, and I really believe that he's really, really enjoying his time at Iowa State. And if you've worked there like I have and you've lived there as long as you have, John, you know it's such a special place. Well, what does that involve? Great place for your family. You want your wife and your children and your family to be really, really happy and proud to be a part of that Ames community and that Iowa State University community because you're gone so much as a head coach and as an assistant coach. Well, that's a great place for families and raising families and children. And so the wives can be happy. I'm going to tell you what, 
if the wives and the families are happy, it sure makes it a lot easier going to work every day. And I know Matt feels that way with his family and Ainge. So leaving a legacy, leaving building a new tradition, a winning tradition, a successful one, uh, hopefully taking the program places it's never been. Um, and believe me, as a guy that was able to do some positive things here at Iowa State, I'm cheering for him to do that every day because I, I trust him and respect him so much. And then take that with you the rest of your life and leave that kind of legacy. How much fun can that be? How much excitement can that be? And know that you did it your way and you did it with your style and you did it with your determination and with your personality. And, and, and someday, hopefully, they'll be building a statue outside of Jack Trice Stadium in the form of Matt Campbell for what he brought to Iowa State. And, and last thing for you, Mac, obviously five bowl games in six years. You showed that it can be done at Iowa State, that it has been done at Iowa State. And you always said, and I love this when you said this, why not Iowa State? You know, and, and exactly. And uh, there's nothing not to love about this place. And uh, why not Iowa State? Why can't Iowa State go to new levels in college football with everything that's in place and the support? Uh, it, it can happen here. It can happen, John, and it's in the process of happening right now. And and I, I said that, and I, there's there's so much. I got a real nice card and a note uh, from one of my former players, Curtis Taylor, that I just love. Recruited him out of Fort Dodge, Iowa, and he took some time, and, and he was just reminiscing the time that we spent together. And I didn't get to be with him throughout his career, but I brought him there and 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 helped jumpstart his career at Iowa State and hopefully his life. But he wrote down some of my quotes, things that he takes with him every day. And one of them was, uh, was just what you said. You said, why not Iowa State? And he wrote down some things that I even forgot that I used to say all the time. But one <laughs> of them, right in the middle of the card that he wrote me, was why not Iowa State? And that I always believed that. I always sold that to my players. I sold it to my staff. Uh, and I think Matt Campbell is doing the same thing right now. Why not Iowa State? Why not the whole country talking about what's happening in the names of Iowa? And there's some great steps being taken towards that uh, every day right now. And hopefully again this week against TCU. Well, we can't wait to see you, Mac. It's uh, always great when you come back. You have such a positive influence on so many people and so many great friends here. It's going to be great to see you again on Saturday. Well, Iowa State's a better place because of you, Johnny. You know I feel that way, and uh, I know all the Iowa State fans do too. And Don't you ever retire. Iowa State needs you, and it's a, it's a, it's a better place because of you. Sure look forward to seeing you. All right. If I could stay as young as you are, uh, I'll keep doing it forever, Mac, I promise. <laughs> all right, Johnny. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Mac. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.